What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is He's a, back! This is He's episode back. 87 of Super Nerd Pals. The prodigal son returns! He's back from the ghost dimension! Back! Back from the future to warn us about the future. Because now the presidential race is guys. over. Guys! <laughs> guys, in the future, Super Nerd Pals wins the election! Oh, I wanted oh, to, shit. I wanted to bring this Quiet, up real slide. quick. I want to bring this up real quick. I know by the time this episode airs, it'll already be Wednesday. The election will be over. But um, Super Nerd Pals is officially endorsing Dr. Doom for president. Uh, so <laughs> when you hear this episode Wait, go out. Wait, who's Dr. Doom's running mate? Fucking death, okay? <laughs> his his right hand. He slapped the shit out of you. Or or Strange? Dr. Strange? Because, like, they're bros. Uh, you know? uh, depends which Dr. Doom. You know, Doc Doom... T- Unless... Unless if his second in command is the Infinity Gauntlet, like the Gauntlet itself. Damn. Oh, the God, the Gauntlet's sentient. Yeah, it just it's. <laughs> Damn. Just I mean, technically, if you go to back to Secret Wars, his running mate was Doctor Strange when they remade the universe, right? He was the war- yeah. he was the warden, or whatever the fuck. If you ever read Doom twenty ninety nine. Have you ever read Doom twenty ninety nine? No, Chris. Have you ever read Doom twenty nine? I haven't. I haven't. I'm sorry. Doctor fucking Doom. Doctor fucking Doom goes to the future. It's not no future incarnation of Doc. It's Victor Von Doom decides I'm gonna go to the motherfucking future. He goes to the future. He sees some piece of shit in Latveria ro- ruling the country, and he's like, "Fuck that!" He takes his throne back. And he's like, "You know what? Now? You know what's next? You know what's next for Doom in 2099? Fucking America!" He goes to America. He kills the president. He kills the Senate. He becomes the president of the United States. Doctor Doom becomes the president of the United States. Doom 2099. He becomes the president. He's the, I'm when, not you, quite when, sure. When, that's this how is it this works. is like this is like 2009 Doom. This is how it works. He goes and he fucking kills everybody. That's how he became the president. Okay. So 2009 Doom goes a hundred years <laughs> into the future. Into the future. 2099. Well, 90 years, and then fucking like becomes president. Yeah, he put for he's you know why? Because America becomes taken over by corporations and media and stuff, and so the presidency and the Senate and all that shit is like puppet organizations like they have no real power anymore so doom's like oh fuck that shit i'm gonna save everybody from themselves he fucking kills everybody actually he makes the president of the united states commit suicide puts a gun on his table and is like you know what to do <laughs> he's like i'm dr doom what of it <laughs> and then he hijacks he hacks he hacks all the tvs in america to put up his face in front of an america flag and he's like guess what <laughs> <laughs> I got a surprise. I'm the fucking president now. <laughs> and that's we all it. all live in the United States of Doom. Hail to that's the it. What the fuck? Doom 2099. I recommend it. <laughs> I need to read this goddamn book. <laughs> Super Nerd Pals. I'm Andy Karaskolo, by the way. I'm Stan Kadersky. And I'm Chris Sampson. And that was the best goddamn intro we've ever had. <laughs> a little story uh, time to start us off. Oh, that was great. What have you guys been up to? <laughs> I don't think anything can follow that. Uh, I've been watching a lot of JoJo to catch up. Uh, Want to Catch a Diamond is Unbreakable. I started watching Yuri's on Ice because I had, you know, Crunchyroll account has all the good shit now. Might as well start branching out and watching some random ass anime, which I thought I would never do. But Yuri on Ice is some good ass shit. I recommend it. Yeah. It is ice skating anime. I never, I don't give a fuck about ice skating in real life, but I'll fucking give a fuck about it in an anime. Sports anime is life. I just, sports any anime sports anime. Dope. I don't care about 
much sports, but you know what? You throw like a cartoon filter on it, and I'm all, I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is me with with like basketball and and like you know I could I couldn't give a fuck about like you know NBA, but watch an episode of Slam Dunk. Holy shit. So good, yeah. Because because like, with anime, everything just like it, it becomes shonenified, and then time stops, and all the characters are like rapidly thinking of what to do and how to out- outsmart the other opponent. And the other opponent's like, "Aha! I knew you were gonna do that, so I did this move, and it's just great." Ugh. Same thing with football. Yeah, that that like crazy football anime that you're talking about. I Shield Twenty One. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that I did was I bought Titanfall Two on a whim. Nice. Oh fuck. Uh, so I've been playing Titanfall two this week a little bit. Not enough to really talk, get into it. But um, did you know that there were giant fucking mechs in this game? Yeah, I hear the story is extremely did you, good. Did you know that you could be you could be a you could be a man who runs on the walls and jub, double jumps, and then you get into a fucking giant mech that can do different things, like throw up shields and uh, the the mech the mech when you get into the mech has this move. Where it holds up its hand and it stops bullets like fucking Neo in the Matrix. And then you let go of the button and he throws the bullets back at the people who are shooting at him. Hashtag District 9. Hell yeah. And and it's like, it's like, it's honestly, it's like if people in the West like watched a bunch of like Gundam Wing and it's like, we could do that. Let's make that a game. Let's do that. And they did that. And that, there you, you know how you got that grenade button? You throw, yeah. you like press down R1 and you throw a grenade or some shit. You can get ninja stars that burst into flames. <laughs> that's one of the grenade <laughs> options or right, i'm just gonna fuck it and the way he throws it i can't really describe it well because this is audio and not video but like he like does this thing where his hands where he throws up like naruto fucking game signs and then throws a ninja star like throws it and then it explodes into flames that's fucking crazy and and it's awesome it it has like such quick movements that is almost as fast or maybe as fast depending as the way you move in doom it's just super, like, you're just, like, zipping like around. Fluent. Yeah, you're, like, jumping, and you can do, like, just wall runs, like, infinitely. Just double jump onto a wall, double jump on the other fucking wall. Boom, 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 across walls and shit. And then it's, like, you have a fucking button. You press a button, you turn invisible for a little while. Just fuck, it's fucking anime. This, this video game is anime as fuck. It's crazy. And the, and the, um, the robot has its own personality. It talks to you, and you become a pilot. And you pilot the the robot, and you can have like dialogue options while you're playing the game, where you like respond to to the robot. His name is BT, and sometimes you can say some some weird shit to him. I was like, "Hey, BT, you missed me," and he was like, "I was not shooting at you, so no, I, I actually did not miss you." Um, and there's there was this other one where where we found I was in the robot, and we found a new gun. It was like this big like chain gun, like this huge ass mini gun, and I was just like, "What did I?" I said I was like. Um, BT was like, this is a new gun for my for myself that I can use, and it's like very effective and it's top of the line. And I was like, BT, are you in love? And he was like, um, love is a human emotion that shows affection, admiration, and desire. I am 50% in love. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good game. I I just I'm like only an hour into the, the campaign, but once I finish, I'll talk more about it. But it's pretty good so far. Giant robots. Uh, Stan, I'm I'm like way more excited because again, like I just finished my move, so like no time for games. But now that I'm all settled in, uh, stopped by Target the last week. They were doing the buy two get one free. Oh yeah. So I picked up Deus Ex: Mankind Divided, Titanfall Two, and the Bioshock Collection. 
Nice. So nice. I was excited for Titanfall two already, but you just like amped it up. This so is great, Chris, because now we can we can team up and play online when when you get to that point. Hell yeah! I'm I'm excited, and I I, I heard from my friends that uh, you have other unique mechs you can play as uh, multiplayer. One of them is a female pilot. One of my friends complains there you couldn't be a female pilot in the campaign, but there's one in multiplayer. So that's really that's really exciting to look forward to. Yeah. I can't wait to get into the, the multiplayer. Right now, I'm just doing campaign, but I feel like it's going to be crazy because everyone's going to be like mechs and running around and shit and like wall wall running. <laughs> there was this gun that like turned people that just exploded them like they were blood bags. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck the gun was called. I just started picking it up and I was like, yeah, just shooting like red beams and like people were just exploding and I was like fighting robots and they were like breaking apart and there was like, you land on a, you crash land on a, an alien planet like Predator, like Predators. Right, and there's like all these different things coming to kill you. There's like alien dinosaurs, also like alien raptors, just trying to fucking eat you and shit. Oh fuck, it's a crazy game, crazy game, good shit, nice. So, and are you gonna pick it up so we can talk about it on game of the year? <sighs> I might have to. <laughs> it's good. Like, um, I don't know for sure if it's gonna replace my multiplayer needs because I feel like if I want to play multiplayer, it's gonna be Overwatch. Like, give oh, me the choice. Yeah. But we'll see. So far. I'm really impressed with the way the game plays mechanically and the fluidity of running around, jumping inside of a giant mech. And I can't wait to see how that translates to multiplayer. So I'll, I'll see. But so far, my go-to online game right now is Overwatch. And it's been like that since May. Yeah. So we'll see. What about yeah. you, Chris? Well, that's a perfect transition. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh. Oh, well, I mean, if you want to transition, we, we could do that. Too. Let me not get in the way of your segue. Whatever you want to do. Oh, that's fine. All right. Well, um... Again, paid some new games, so I'm really excited to try them out, watch some really cool movies. So that's going to be my topic for the week. That was pretty much it. Chris saw um, Doctor so Strange. A little bit light on nerdy stuff. Oh, yeah. I saw Doctor Strange, and that's going to be part of my review for today. And Doctor Strange is really cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to move into mo- to news? Move into news? Now that we've, like, bullshit for, like, Andy, what about, what about oh, Andy? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's been hey, you had a week. How was that week? I had like four. How was that those couple weeks? It was terrible. Oh, all right. Did not have super <laughs> nerd pals. Barely play video games. It was it was a bad it was a bad like withdrawal weeks. Oh boy. But I am uh, back at it again for the moment until Black Friday. We do not speak of this day. The blackest of all Fridays. Uh. But um, yeah, I caught up to. Uh, I was able to keep up with my super. Was able to catch up with my Xenoverse, mm-hmm. and uh, that's all that really matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. And, and I spent a shitload of money in Overwatch. Mm. Did you get any good Halloween skins? <sighs> spent, yeah, spent money. Did not get the ones I wanted. I got two of the like four that I wanted. So I got Hanzo, Hanzo's demon skin. I mm. got Anna's ghoul skin. I have Farah's possessed skin. Me too. I have the Reaper, mm. which is Reaper the, with the, the pumpkin. pumpkin head. And that is it. I did not get Junkenstein. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got Mercies. You got Mercies? I did not get Junkenstein, and I did not get Junkenstein's creature. I got Junkenstein, I got Anna, I got Farah, and I got Mercy. Nice. I, I, I dropped 3,000 gold pieces for Mercy. Uh, and I, I actually started playing as Mercy, and she's awesome. I, I, I like did not touch the character until the Halloween event, 
And I started playing it, and, it's, and I like it a lot. It's like a medic that also has a buff option for, yeah. for characters, so I like it. I like it a lot. She got her little pew-pew pistol. Pew-pew, pew-pew. Mm-hmm. Her, her pistol is... It's not bad. It it's pretty good. Damage, yeah. Segway! Well, yeah, we're going to talk some that's more a about good, That's a good segue yeah. to the news flash. Actually. It is news flash flash Overwatch watch watch 2016 rolls right on throughout the entire year again the Overwatch watch 2016 continues with uh, BlizzCon so BlizzCon happened this past weekend and we got a shit ton of Overwatch news and it's all good news first off Sombra finally she's finally revealed we got a short film holy shit she looks overpowered and she looks awesome. And I haven't even played her yet. I've only seen her, seen some of her gameplay on Twitch. But I'm in love, and I think she's gonna be my main. Well, let's also like let's a, also state that Sombra was known before Anna, like before Anna yeah, came for out. A while. Everyone knew that Sombra was a character. I think people people were expecting uh, Summer to get released before, like announced before. And everyone Anna. also thought that Sombra was gonna be a sniper. Yeah, but she's so they, that, she's yeah. an offensive hacker, which I think is fucking awesome. She's rocking that hermit purple, Chris. You know what I'm talking about? That hermit purple. Oh my god! So I, we were cracking up so much because there was this meme that came up, and someone photoshopped Jonathan's hat on top of Sombra, and she and in, her, in the promo image, the the one that was leaked, she has her she has like the hacking streams, and it looks like hermit purple, and it's like holy shit. Which is Joseph Joestar's stand, which like. It's a JoJo thing, Andy. I don't expect you to get it, but uh, me and Chris, uh, we're on the same page with that shit. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't wait for, for uh, Sombra. Um, they're testing her on PC first, and then she's going to come to consoles, which I think happened with Anna. She's coming to consoles, actually, on Tuesday. Oh, I thought they were doing PC first, and then... Well, they're doing the PC testing on Tuesday. Oh, fuck that. I want her now. Yeah, me too. The last time they added a new character, it became my main, practically. Like, I wasn't expecting to dig Ana, but then I started playing as Ana, and she's, like, one of my top hours. Ana's really fun to play as. One of my top hours in, like, the breakdown of, like, how many hours with each character. It's, like, it's like Diva, Ana, Junkrat, May. That's, like, my top four in, like, hours played. Oh, it's strange. I don't take you for a May player. Oh, I will f- Fuck people up. I don't. I don't bring her out because it's like going Super Saiyan Blue at the beginning of a match. You don't do that. You don't do that right away. You gotta wait. Mine is uh, Hanzo, Junkrat, Bastion, and oh, and Diva. For me, Zarya, Junkrat, Genji, and seventy six. Although uh, I, I like tr- I tried a Reaper during the beta and I haven't really touched him. In a while, so I started playing Reaper the other day, and it's like, holy shit, this guy's awesome, so... Alright, I have a funny story about Reaper. So, one day I was like, oh, I don't have Reaper's trophy, so let me attempt to get one. So, I was playing as Reaper, and I told my teammates, alright guys, I've only played as Reaper once, and that one time I did, I sucked with him. So don't expect me to do good. I got a team kill on his ultimate. I, I fucking got player of the game. I was on fire most of the game. I got four golds with him. I was like, the fuck did I do with a Reaper? I had a similar experience when I was playing as Mercy because I played a lot of Medic on Team Fortress 2 and I wasn't expecting to 
have those skills translate as Mercy, but I was just like in there with Mercy, like as in there as you can be with a healer, yeah. right? So I was just, I was killing people, I was reviving people. I had one guy in the mic, I would, my mic's broken right now, so I, I can't really talk back, but I can hear it through my speakers, and he's like, good revive, good revive. I'm like, hee hee, yeah, <laughs> I'm the best. There was like a point at the end where like, um, you know, one of those payload maps. Yeah. I forgot what the hell it's called. I don't like don't know the name of any of these maps, but it's the one where you're going around and, it's, and you start inside the building, but then you gotta push it to their point. You know what I'm talking about? You pushing into a building? It's like no, it's like a, is it like that. Is that the it hangar? Might be a hangar. It might be. Oh, that's. It's like it's the one where you go through. You're outside, and that's then, then you go. That's Gibraltar. Yeah. Yeah. At the very end, the other team was killing us and i just i was like hi, i like snuck around the back and i was like watching people run out of the the spawn and and like they killed my team and it, and it had that little point it's like one two three bodies four bodies and i was just like triangle <laughs> and we won and i was like yes <laughs> and you got the trophy yes nice some good shit gg gg stan overwatch is a good game in summation <laughs> yeah Alright, so Sombra, here's a quick recap of her abilities and her kit. You got the machine pistol. Uh, she has the hacking ability. You can stop opponents from moving. You can also hack health packs so opponents are unable to use them. She has a thermo-optic camo, so that makes her fast and invisible. When I mean fast, like really fast. She remains so until she uses another ability or until she takes damage. She has a translocator, which is a little device that you, you saw in the short film. She throws it, and when you click it again, she teleports to that location. So it's a really versatile tool. You can use it for escapes. I saw this one, uh, I think it was, uh, I was following, there was Rudism. He was playing with Sombra, and he used the, oh, he was fighting against a, a Farah. She, she was hovering in the air. So he threw the, the teleporter into the air, then blinked to it, and she was above Farah, and then she killed Farah while dropping down with her pistol at close range. And I was like, holy shit, that's badass. Um, finally, her ult is an EMP. The EMP shockwave blasts out, and it disarms enemies. And I think, I'm pretty sure it either like they can't shoot or they can't use abilities, which is mind-blowing. She sounds like she's gonna like really mess up people's day if you know how to use her. She's definitely gonna need to get nerfed. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> She's gonna get nerfed like the first week. Polygon also released early content art and they also released her two skins, her two legendary skins. So one of them is uh, a cyberspace skin. Just think Sombra's default purple costume, except it's a palette swap of blue and white and it looks a lot like a Cortana looking kind of costume. Mm. My favorite one is the Lo Los Muertos skin. Uh, in her back's history, she was part of the Los Muertos, this Mexican gang. So she's wearing like black shorts and this black jacket tied around her waist. And she has, I don't know, the, it's like face paint or like tattoos, but like, they're like these neon yellow skeleton decals uh, tattooed over her body. And it looks really badass. And she has pink hair. It looks so cool. Super excited about Sombra. It's going to be awesome. Oh yeah, cannot wait for that shit. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, if you own a PC, the beta test of Sombra will be already out. Um, but as soon as we find out when when she's coming out to consoles, we'll let you know. So let's breeze through all the other amazing Overwatch announcements. Uh, they released a new arcade mode. So in this arcade mode, it's gonna eat up all the previous uh, brawl modes that they had in the past, such as uh, 
Super Hashida Brothers, where you can only fight as Hanzo and Genji. Uh, they're releasing some new brawl modes as well. Uh, you also have 1v1 and 3v3 battle modes. So with 1v1 mode, it's called Mystery Duel. So it's random healer selection. You fight to the best of nine, and it will occur on a brand new map, one of two brand new maps. This one's it's called Echo Point, and it's set in Antarctica. This is the home of May and her research facility. Uh, you have 3v3 arcade mode. You fight to the best of five. I think it's uh, random heroes, and you can only play as one solo hero, so there's no duplicates of any heroes mm. in this mode. Also available is a second map called Oasis. It's a new control map set. It is what it sounds like. It's a shining oasis in the middle of a lifeless desert. I'm guessing it might be related to Farah and Anna's backstory. It sounds like some Mad Max type shit. Mm. Oh yeah, actually maybe Junk. Maybe it could be related to Junkrat and Roadhog. Yeah. Now that you mention it. I wonder if they're gonna put Junkenstein's Revenge in arcade mode. If they're gonna bring back all the other brawls. Junkenstein's Revenge was so fucking fun. It was fun, but it was like oh, it was so fucking hard. It was really difficult. I didn't like Anna being the only like healer. Yeah, it was like ridiculously hard. You can keep the Lucio like ball garbage. I don't need that unless you open it up to all the all the characters. I didn't like that uh -huh. soccer game. Yeah, it's like annoying. But yeah, I can't wait for this arcade mode. It sounds cool. Yeah, I'm really excited for arcade mode because it's like you know sometimes sometimes it's just hard getting like a full team of five, but you have like if you're just alone or you have a handful of people, you just pop into three v three. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Finally, the last piece of Overwatch news. So for me, I really don't play Heroes of the Storm. I maybe played it once or twice when it first came out. But at the time, I was playing a lot of League. But now, on November 15th, I and, and you guys and everyone out there who's listening, you all have a excuse to play. Because starting on November 15th, if you play Heroes of the Storm, just play 15 matches with a friend. You unlock this badass Oni Mask Genji skin. It looks so dope. He's, like, he's wearing a demon mask and his shurikens are like red and black and I need it so badly. Now can you can you get this game uh can you get this this skin on console also? Oh or is it only PC? Oh shit, that's right. That's a really good question. You know what? I don't I really don't know. From what I read, for like various sources, like Polygon and like Kotaku, it didn't. None of them mentioned console support, so I'm not sure anymore. That would really suck if you if all the console guys are locked out of that. Yeah. Um, Reddit, maybe you'll help me. It seems like the consensus is you you just play Heroes of the Storm on PC and then you link your Battle.net account to your console. So I think you should be able to get or port over the Genji skin that way. Okay. Well, shit. And there's a specific day you need to play this by? It starts November 15th, and I think there is, I think there is a time limit? Uh, let me see. I looked on the various articles I looked at before. There isn't a date limit, but to be on the safe side, I you could... The, the good thing about Heroes of the Storm, unlike League, where matches normally can take anywhere from 30 to well over an hour, Heroes of Storm is designed to be like quick, shorter matches. So at the most, you know, 20, 30 minutes, you can bust out a good amount of games in like a good, in a block of time. So as long as you play 15 matches with a friend, you're good. So Andy, you know what this means? 
We're, we're we gotta team up. <laughs> we're gonna get all the Genjis. When's the and also, um, the 15th, right? November 15th. Okay. So this. that is Tuesday. Oh, I also didn't, I don't know if you know this, but Tracer, she's also in Heroes of the Storm already. Also included with this event, if you play more than 15 times with a friend as well, you also unlock Zarya. Zarya is also in Heroes of the Storm as well. That's awesome. So yeah, so let's let's get it up, let's set up those battle nets and let's play oh, and get those skins. Yeah. Stan, do you play Heroes? No. <laughs> I do not. Are you a Genji player? Not really, no. Oh, uh, okay. Stan's got his radio <laughs> voice on. <laughs> nah, I don't really fuck with Genji. I like the, this. I saw the skin. The skin looks really cool, though, actually. Yeah, it's it's a lot like um, what's it called? Avatar: The Last Airbender, like Zuko's blue spirit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Demon costume. I, I. Oh, Stan, this might interest you. In arcade mode, you, it's a lot easier to get loot boxes. You can win automatically three loot boxes a week. As long as you win a competition in arcade mode, regardless of any of the styles, so like Mystery Duel, Elimination, Mystery Heroes, if you win, you get a loot box for free. Nice. So that's awesome. Need those. Hell yeah. And that's it for Overwatch Watch 2016. We went a little bit long. It's a, it's a big watch. The big watch. So let's wrap it up. One last quick piece of news. I think it was Thursday. The second Wonder Woman trailer dropped. I'm excited. I think Wonder Woman's gonna be the best DC Cinematic Universe movie ever today. It just looks really good. I think uh, DC Warner Brothers have really got their footing on what on how to make a great movie. Gal Gadot looks awesome. The movie actually has color and it's not as muted. <laughs> and then DC has their like up on Marvel. This is going to be the first time, well, not the first time I guess, but like DC beat Marvel in having a female protagonist as getting her own movie. Uh, I mean, Marvel yeah. already announced Ca Captain Marvel, but that's still a couple years away. And Gal Gadot, you know, she killed it in BB BVS. Mm -hmm. um, my biggest complaint of BVS was we didn't get enough Wonder Woman, and now she looks badass. There's speculation that the villain that you you see quick glimpses of. I'm not really familiar with a lot of Wonder Woman's early history. But a lot of articles are saying that the evil-looking lady with like the half mask over her face is Doctor Poison, which makes a lot, a lot of sense because this takes place during World War One, and that was the that was the first war when chemical warfare was was introduced, and it was a huge part of the tragedy of the war. And Doctor Poison, that's a bit of her mo. Narratively, that makes sense. Uh, the big bad also seems to be this German officer played by Danny Huston. In the trailer, you see Wonder Woman and him face off in a sword fight, which is pretty badass. So we don't know who this guy's name is, but all in all, so excited. I'm so pumped. I cannot wait. Everyone should see Wonder Woman. Yeah, this movie looks great in general. I feel like everybody should go out and see it because support your female protagonists. <laughs> Fuck that, support Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. That too, she but is, I mean... She is fucking awesome. The point is to show people that a female hero is a viable option for a feature film. So that way we can probably get other ones. Like Batgirl. Like Batgirl, like Captain Marvel, like Miss Marvel, Spider-Gwen, X-23 Laura. The, you know, the only Logan, Wolverine! Be all new Wolverine. The only female Girl. one that I do not want would be Gwenpool. Yeah, fuck... Uh, no! <laughs> no, stop doing that! 
You know that gif of Michael Scott from The Office no. screaming no over and over again? That's me every time I read an issue of Gwenpool. <laughs> no! Is it really that bad? I haven't I haven't touched Gwenpool at all. So. I, I perused an issue or two at my LCSs. It's not the worst thing I've ever read, but it's kind of fucking stupid. And the whole, the whole conceit is kind of sort of dumb. But moving on. Talk about some positive shit. Wonder Woman's going to be awesome. It looks real cool. Well, speaking on uh, cinematic universes, Chris? Hell yeah, so I got to see Doctor Strange. How strange was it? It was really strange in a good way. Oh my god. Okay, so Doctor Strange, this is going to be a, a spoiler-free review. Very enjoyable. Like I had a lot of fun watching this movie. We knew it was going to be like this when the when the first couple trailers came out, but it was like the MCU opened up a whole new world full of magic. It was like Harry Potter, but Marvel style, and, and Inception. Oh my god, Inception on LSD, on crack, on ecstasy. I've never seen special effects like this crazy. Uh, I think about 2008, Inception came out, and... They, they just took this and multiply it by 100. Uh, I saw it in standard, so it, it was pretty spellbinding. But I couldn't imagine... Oh, actually, I, I really want to watch it again in like IMAX or 3D. Because I cannot imagine like the mind trip on your eyes that, that will happen. Because you, you just see like buildings, entire cities like fold and like on each other. Or like the side of a building starts sinking into itself like quicksand you see like villains and heroes get sucked into it or you, you get like hallways that spin around like 100 180 or 270 degrees and people are falling out of windows and gravity doesn't make sense and like the martial arts like they met them they, they combine martial arts with crazy magic circles and laser beams and like and and whips made of ethereal arcane energy and visually it's just like oh this is so cool plot wise it's an origin story so it follows a uh, specific beats that we've seen before especially batman begins there's a little bit of like the same plot beats and like the uh like iron man as well but in general it still executes it really well and, it's, and that that's on behalf of great great casting and an acting ability because he had Benedict, he's he's really good. Mordo, uh, he's played by Shueta Ijeo Four. He's a super talented uh, actor, so he was a really really strong foundation in the movie. You have Rachel McAdams as Christine Palmer. Christine Palmer is one of the night nurses in uh, in Marvel continuity, which made me a little bit confused because you know Claire Temple is has been building up as the night nurse in the Netflix universe so i don't I, i'm not quite sure if christine palmer is just christine palmer and not the night nurse and uh claire temple is the actual night nurse rachel mcdonald she she's she's pretty good at it but i don't think the movie gave her enough to do but i mean this is also the origin movie so like the the the, the crux of the movie was was basing around strange and his development, uh, like like his his rise to power as like the 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 most arrogant, amazing neurosurgeon, and then how he he revel he's leveled, and how he has to build himself, and then eventually become uh, the sorcerer supreme. 
Benedict Wong plays as Wong. So in this movie, he's not Doctor Strange's partner slash sidekick yet. But the movie is really, really funny too. Some of the best moments, uh, best comedic moments come out between the interactions with Benedict and Wong. And uh, it was really great seeing that relationship build. I guess for like the elephant in the room, you know, you have Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. And I think the concerns of whitewashing is very valid. And even with Doctor Strange, the roots of the story being tied to like the racist plot tropes of Orientalism. Like, I understand that. And I think it's a concern that Hollywood needs to address because it's been happening a lot lately uh, with Aloha and... Um, you know, Doctor Strange and even, uh, what's it called? Jason, not Jason Bourne, Matt Damon and The Great Wall, which is really weird. But whitewashing aside, I love Tilda Swinton. She's an incredibly flexible and versatile actress. I think she handled this, handled the material, handled the role very well. I really hope Tilda Swinton did some of her own stunts because she she's a pretty awesome badass in this movie. And then you had Mads Mikkelsen, who plays one of the villains, uh, Kaecilius. And Mads, he's like creepy and charismatic. He's on top of his game. So all in all, this movie, I very enjoyable. Again, it's an origin movie, so there's going to be some plots in the movie that be very pre- predictable. But it's it makes up for that in like crazy visuals and uh, really unique uh, relationships. And it sets up incredible implications for the future of mcu with regards to a brand new i guess frontier of how of of where the mcu can go because like with thor you know they open up asgard and now with dr strange they open up like the astral plane and like multi-dimensional beings and creatures and like things that just everything on the mystical front is fair game now i feel like eventually they're gonna throw in dormammu Dormammu is like the most badass fucking villain of Doctor Strange. Okay, it's funny you mentioned that because Dormammu shows up in this movie. Really? So, there you, go. so you got your wish grant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dormammu's in, um, no, again, no spoilers, but how how they treated the inevitable of battle between Strange and Dormammu is really interesting and really cool, and it's a really outside-the-box um, way that they handle it so no spoilers but it's really cool you'll enjoy it as always you know at this point there's been what like 13 14 marvel movies that comes out when i was watching the movie you still had people leave the theater like right after right after the credits roll and like i was like okay maybe they don't care about post-credit teasers but like marvel trained us to always stay um to get some additional treats so you get a mid credit scene and a post-credit scene, the mid-credit scene, in, in uh, particularly, is mind-blowing. It's very fantastic. It's, it just opens up brand new avenues, uh, especially in regards to Infinity War, but like for the upcoming movies. And the post-credit scene, it's mostly geared to tying future Doctor Strange movies, but it's still very cool. It's a very very cool uh, Easter egg. So, yeah. So I would give Strange. See, like. Four out of five Sorcerer Supremes. Uh, it's very good. A little bit predictable, but but it's offset by like great visuals, great great acting, great relationships, and like it sets up the future of the MCU 
or like or like I guess like Phase Four and Infinity War like really well. Cool. Nice. I can't wait to see it. I'm probably seeing it this week at some point. So, yo, Doctor Strange. Yeah, cannot wait to see that movie. Yeah. And uh, one more thing, um, I followed up Doctor Strange with another movie. I'm not going to do a, a full review on it, but it's called Train to Busan. Andy, you in particular love this. It's a South Korean zombie apocalypse movie. It is badass. Like, it's all practical effects. It's really, really good. It's actually playing in theaters into next week. So there's still, uh, at the time when I found out, I thought it was only playing for one day. Um... But it's playing to the next week. Oh, that reminds me. Mad Max Fury Road, the black and chrome edition, is also playing in theaters for a week. So if you want to see that black and white version of Fury Road, it's playing in theaters for the next week. I, I totally found out by accident on Friday as well. And Chris is definitely going to see it. Hell yeah, I'm going to dress up. It's going to be badass. I don't know who who's in charge of PR advertisement for the black and chrome edition. They literally did not do any advertisement at all. At all. Like, I, I just found out randomly because my friend tweeted out that she was going. But I know AMC's doing it and Regal is doing it. So nice. check those out. Well, shit. Cool. All right. So you want to do a couple of pools? Yeah. Oh, we'll, yeah. Let's, let's do that real quick. Kara School, you don't got any pools this week. I got right? no pools this week. Nothing's coming out. Uh, what about you, Chris? You got anything? Uh, All-Star Batman number four. So it's the conclusion of... Batman and Two-Face's wacky road trip. I am going to take a look at uh, Mother Panic, which is number one. Um, it's DC. It's part of the Young Animal imprint, which is headed by Gerard Way. Um, I had no interest in this. I didn't even know what the hell this was, but then I happened to come across an ad for it in the most recent issue of Superman, number 10, which is a great issue, by the way. Uh, and I'll just really quickly read what the description is. So it stars Violet Page, a celebutante with a bad attitude and a temper to match. No one suspects her of having anything beneath the surface of her outrageous exploits. But Violet isn't just another bored heiress in the upper echelons of Gotham City's elite. Motivated by her traumatic youth, Violet seeks to exact uh, vengeance on her privileged peers as the terrifying new vigilante known only as Mother Panic. So basically, this is an inverse of Batman. Where she is like a troublemaker, rich celebrity person who had a traumatic past and becomes a vigilante to get vengeance on people. So I think it's pretty interesting. I had no idea that this was going to tie in so closely to Batman and she's going to be another Gotham vigilante. So I think that's pretty dope. And she's a, she's a new character, co-created by Gerard Way. Nice. So I think... That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Let me see right here. Yeah, co-created by Gerard Way and with series writer Jody Hauser. So they basically created Mother Panic, who's going to be a new Gotham superhero or super anti-hero, super anti-villain. I can't wait to see the encounter of her and like Batman together. Oh, yeah, especially because it seems like she's not going to be so justice seeking and more like going to fuck people up kind of thing. Yeah, she's kind of like. Sounds kind of like the Punisher-esque, so I, I'm interested because I don't know anything about this. It's brand new shit, so I want to check it out. Also, um, if you want to know, Superman 10 was pretty awesome. Um, Superman and Jonathan met Batman and Damien. Damien kidnaps Jonathan. Super Sun setup? Yeah, the Super Sun setup. Uh, Damien kidnaps Jonathan um, because he doesn't trust him. 
It's a, it's like a mini version of Batman and <laughs> Superman when they first met. He, um, and Batman's kind of like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why do you, do you know who he, whose dad is?" And then Superman busts through the the fucking Batcave, like, "Where's my son? So he took my fucking son." And it's eventually things settle down and they start to um, come to terms, but. Um, Jonathan and Damien do not see eye to eye at all. It, it seriously plays out like a mirror image of the first time Batman and Superman meets where he's just like, he's, he's an alien, he can't control his powers, he's fucking crazy. There's Put a, that with Damien's temper. like Yeah, and Damien's like a real piece of shit in this issue and it's like actually pretty funny because Alfred is kind of like demeaning Damien at the same time and because he he brings Jonathan like a root beer and Damien's like Pennyworth where's my tea and he's like you can have it as soon as you clean out the fucking cow pen and he's like god damn it <laughs> and then and there's this moment where like they're about to argue but Alfred's like Damien why don't you show Jonathan your pets and he's like here's my cow and here's my dog and here's my cat named Alfred <laughs> and so it's like He's got all these. He's got all these pets. It's like Damien's trying to be this hard ass, but he's got all these like little animals that he takes care of in the Bat Cave, and it's it's just this funny moment. They they actually come to blows by the end of the issue, and the 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 fight gets broken up by Batman and Superman, and they just kind of stand over them, and you don't get to see them when they come break up the fight. It's just like they're silhouettes, and like Bat- and like Superman's eyes are like red, and they're like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's kind of, you know, you don't want to f- fucking piss off your dad if your dad's Superman and Batman. Yeah, can't wait to see where it goes. It's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. And um, it had the ad for Mother Panic, which I'm now going to check out because it was in there. So good job, DC. I would not have, like, even gave Mother Panic a second look if I didn't read that little intro about it. Well, shit. You should probably check it out, too, if it's created by fucking George Yeah, George Way. I'm interested now, too, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking that up Wednesday. Yeah. Newfound, uh add it on my list yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pick it up if it's good it'll, i'll add it to my pull list for sure uh we're up to your yeah sure um we don't have a lot of time left, so i'll be real quick but i finished episode three of the batman telltale game and it's shaping up to be pretty awesome storyline wise um some crazy shit goes on i'm not gonna get too in depth to it because it's pretty spoilery because it's episode three at this point it's halfway halfway yeah. through the game um, but the way that I'm playing the game is I am doing everything in my power to make sure Harvey didn't, does not become Two-Face. <laughs> everything in my power. Like, I'm, like, neglecting other uh, other opportunities for Batman to be a superhero to make sure that Harvey Dent's okay. Like, in every aspect. Like, I brought him flowers in the hospital. <laughs> 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 like, don't remember, there is something good in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. There's this, this is a little bit of spoilers here, so if you haven't, if you haven't played the end of episode two... Uh, skip ahead 30 seconds but at the end of episode two you have this important choice to make and because you're there's um supposed to be a debate for the mayor for the mayor uh, position and it's it's harvey dent and mayor hill and they're having a debate but the debate gets basically broken into by people trying to take hostages and the children of arkham is the ones who are like perpetuating this thing and so at the end harvey is about to get killed but so is catwoman so you get a choice Save Harvey or save Catwoman. That is the choice at the end of episode two. And, of course, I went with Harvey. (laughs) I was like, Catwoman! Oh, no! Catwoman can take care of herself. I am not worried about her. Harvey Dent, just like this politician, he's going to get his his fucking face caved in. And I saved him. And so, in episode three, his face is fine. Because the guy that was about to attack him was about to attack him with a light. Like one of those big spotlight things. And in the trailers for episode three... It shows 
him with half his face burnt off. And so I was like, oh shit, because I was like, this is going to happen no matter what, it seems like, because he ends up in the hospital either way. But he doesn't. His face is fine in my game. His face did not get burned off. <laughs> but he starts fucking losing a little bit because he gets really paranoid that people are coming after him. And so he starts slipping and he starts talking in third person. He's like, oh, Harvey's not going to deal with this. I'm like, no, 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 no. You, no, you're all right. You, no, Harvey. No, you, you're good. You're, and he becomes mayor because, spoilers, Mayor Hill gets fucking killed at the end of episode two. So he becomes mayor de facto. So he's in here like borderline losing his shit and i'm just like no it's all right buddy here's some flowers you good don't maybe see a therapist i said that to him i was like you see a therapist please for the love of god and yeah so i'm doing stan that that therapist happens to be dr harley quinzel oh god no it could happen <laughs> in in the chronological way this is taking place before all that stuff you know there's no joker or harley or anything but yeah, I'm doing everything I can to make sure he doesn't make that transformation. I feel like if they're going to give me the opportunity to save his face, then there's an opportunity to save, like, his soul, you know? <laughs> I'm doing everything I can. There's, like, this... There's this... <laughs> all right. You end up in um, Selena Kyle's apartment at some point, and you spend the night. Now, that night can go however you want it to go, you know? Like, however you, like been playing this relation this potential relationship right so if you lean hard into the romance aspect with selena kyle maybe you do more than spend the night right harvey is also trying to have a relationship with selena kyle and you could be doing that behind his back as bruce wayne because spoiler selena kyle knows bruce wayne is batman in this game um you kind of find out each other's identities so you can kind of go that route and decide i'm going to romance her even though i know harvey also wants to romance her and then harvey shows up with breakfast that morning <laughs> while you're in her apartment he's like i brought coffee selena and she's like oh no you should not be here <laughs> and and you know because it's, it, because it's a tale tell game you can play that scene out in many different ways i will note this though selena kyle keeps her bagels in her fridge <laughs> who the fuck puts bagels in their fridge bagels are for the cupboard selena okay that was all that, that's the only thing that was in her fridge was bagels and cream cheese that's it and she had chinese food on the table but bruce was like it's not even the good friend like what is she doing she's she's clearly <laughs> the true villain i don't know what the she's like a monster <laughs> so anyway i think you need to stop with the harvey and go back to selena no you have like, to teach her harvey starts pulling out the coin and he's like starts flipping the coin he's like i'm gonna fuck it. i'm someone's getting fucked up now and you can decide to fuck him up in the in the apartment if you want but i i decided not to and i was like i'm not fighting you harvey and there's like this whole like um qte that plays out where you, you know like how usually you do it you're like trying to fuck him up or whatever i did that and because i decided not to fight him it was all like like matrix-esque like dodging his blows and not hitting him back and like doing like those things where <laughs> you move him and like he runs into a wall and she like some jackie chan shit where i'm like i'm not fighting you but you're getting fucked up anyway and at the end he just starts sobbing He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, Harvey, please, go see a therapist, man. Go to a doctor. You're not alone, but do something, bro. And, yeah, that's basically where the story is for me. Again, you could play the game out any any different way. I don't know what would have happened if I didn't go for, to save Harvey at the end of the last episode. But, like, the big important thing is that he's not physically, visibly 
Two-Face, you know? Yeah. He still has these mental issues that are popping up now. But, like, what would he call himself? Fucking One-Face? <laughs> like, what What are you going to do at that point? <laughs> he might, like, have an accident where he's trying to iron a shirt one bad day. <laughs> <laughs> one bad day. And then, That's all it takes is uh, the one bad is. day. So yeah, like some like he's make, he's making coffee and then he he trips over the iron and the coffee sprays <laughs> into his face and then and then and then he falls to the ground and then the iron falls on top of it on the same spot. That that's what I think happens. Jesus. Yeah. All right. So that's just that's just the one aspect. There's a lot of shit that goes down in in this game. Um, Harvey is not even the main focus. Um, but he's, it is he's, to you. he's a part. It's, it is to me, but he's like a part, just the same way that Harvey played a part in um, the Dark Knight movie, where he wasn't the main villain, but he was in play that whole the whole game, the whole movie. So he's in play here. He's not the main villain. That's the, the children of Arkham, and there's some revelations there in this episode. And you do some detective work, you do some Batman shit, but like my central focus is Harvey, and that's what I wanted to talk about is that I'm doing everything I can to save him. And it might be working. I, it's working better than if I didn't do shit because he's he's okay. Yeah. Physically, he's alright. He's not Two Face yet. Yeah. He. It's like if all the bad shit happened to Joker, but Batman stopped him from falling in Nevada chemicals at the end of the day. So it's like it's just, it's almost there, but it's just just enough that I don't think he's gonna go the full way, or at least you're gonna get the opportunity to pull him back from the brink in a future episode that you probably wouldn't have gotten. If he burnt half his face off, yeah. you know, so that's what I'm hoping for. And they put it in there, so I'm like, I'm really happy that they give you that option. I feel like I went back in time, and I'm trying to stop fate from happening because it feels like every opportunity that he can go into Two Face, the game is pushing for that. I'm like, no, stop! It's seriously like, like you said, Chris. Like, there's gonna be a scene where he's like about to spill coffee in his face, and I gotta slap it out of his hand. Like, don't do that. Or, or you're gonna see like ice coffee iron. from now on, Harvey. You're gonna see the iron like <laughs> about to fall on his face, and you're Batman throwing batarangs <laughs> to save him. <laughs> QTE to like to slowly stop the fucking iron from hitting his face or something. Amazing. He's gonna like have toast in the toaster oven, and he's gonna be like, "Oh shit!" I, and he's in the shower. He runs out of the shower to grab the toaster. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's just oh, like, what the fuck are you doing here, Batman? He's like, I was on, I was on my way, and I saw you coming out of the shower. I gotta stop you. It's not worth it. Let's be honest, Stan. You're just gonna, you're just gonna wiretap instead of camera surveillance in in his apartment. So you automatically know. Oh, you also like drill like a direct line to, from the back cave to his apartment, so you can just show up at any time. Listen, just to be on Harvey watch. At 24/7. this point, at this point, Gotham could fucking burn as long as Harvey is still standing and he's buddies with Bruce Wayne. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Excellent, because you know, Lord knows the two guys need need a friend. They need, they need each other. They're like JoJo and um, Caesar. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm really digging the storyline. I'm I, I I'm loving the twists. I'm loving the the direction it's going. I'm, I love the way that you can nudge the storyline in certain directions. Um, it's it hasn't yet proven to be my favorite Telltale game. It's that's still Borderlands for me, but it's definitely up there as one of my favorites because it's it's so unique that it's Batman, and I feel like I have the ability to change the way Batman's mythos are going and like. My whole goal was to make Harvey a hero and like 
completely prevent the two-faced thing from happening full on. So I will let you know if that if I succeed in doing that. Awesome. Sounds good. Excellent. I, I picked up Batman Telltale, but again, story of my life. <laughs> so busy. But I'm really I'm I really want to um I know Batman Telltale has the the crowd play function where you can have you can play in a group, quote unquote, and have other people make decisions. So I really want to try it out and that and do that and also do like my run. I need to pick this game up. Hell yeah. Uh, I have a question. Um do you, what other Telltale what other superhero properties would you like to see Telltale do? Like, cause Stan, you seem like very pleased with the Batman treatment so far. Yeah, it's it's really good. I would uh, fucking Superman for sure. Spider Man. Yeah. Be a dick to J. Jonah Jameson. I just I love the fact that you can be, you can play Batman the way Batman has always been played in every medium, or you can go in a completely different direction. You could be like a selfish asshole Batman, or you could be like a super buddy buddy with Harvey Dent Batman, or you'd be like a goofy Batman, or you. you you could do whatever you want. I would love that that same control of Superman, where I, you could be like Boy Scout Superman, or you could be some like hard ass, like no nonsense Superman. Or I think that'd be great. That'd be pretty awesome. Ghost Rider. I want Ghost Rider. That would be intense as fuck. Your options are like to burn him a lot <laughs> or burn him a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm down with that. Take his soul. <laughs> Or not take his soul. Pen and stare or run him over. <laughs> take a soul or take a finger. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, it's great. I, I'll i give a few a full review when it's done. Yeah. Two more episodes left. Um, They're really on point with the release schedule because they said they wanted to have one out every month. And so far, every month, a new episode of Batman has come out. So I'm hoping a new episode comes out in November and December and we can talk about it. And maybe if everybody plays it, we can talk about it for game of the year. Anyway, uh, we're running a little tight on time. So I guess I'll just save my stuff for next week. I mean, you can go into it if you want. Nothing too major. It's fine. It's fine. I'll take like five minutes to talk about some fucking Walking Dead issue 160. Take us home. We are in the uh the the climactic what seems to be the climax of uh the Whisperer War. It's a six issue series or six issue um event. And we are now on issue four. And shit's getting real. Are those the bad fucking... guys that like wear skins of like yeah. zombies? They just attacked one of uh one of the places and I think some shit's gonna go down. Some main character's gonna die. Is Rick gonna die? No. Of course not. I think <laughs> Robert Kirkman had stated from like the very beginning that the only character he would not kill would be Rick. Hmm. So I don't expect Rick to die at all. However, if Rick dies, I want Carl to take his place as main character. Cause Carl's the fucking They man. should do that. They should, that that's what they do in JoJo. <laughs> generational shit like have the next dude there should be some shit where like rick's brother like comes back to life or like we find out that he has a brother and it's like he's got to hold him and then negan takes the bat and like kills them both because that's the only way to stop rick's brother all right we uh that that won't happen because negan's bat broke in the last issue there's plenty of bats what yeah lucille's dead yeah that shit almost made me cry 
That shit was real. Rest in powerful. peace. 2016. Uh, Lucille. But yeah, shit's getting real. I just want to see more Negan. I want to see him prove himself to be Rick's right hand man. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to be Rick's right hand man. Saying that Rick can't handle it by himself and he needs someone. And that someone is him. You think they're going to do that in the TV show? Possibly. You think they're going to eventually make it so that like he becomes part of the crew? I think so. Even though he violently murdered everyone's favorite Comic characters? Rick! Comic Rick looked past it. Why can't we? Because it was real. It was like live action shit. That shit was intense. I didn't see it, but I heard. Oh my god, it was repulsive. Mm. I'm really interested in seeing where this Whisper War is going to go and how this is going to tie up. But yeah, yeah, that was pretty much it for my uh, my little review for this issue. Is the comic setting up anything or anything or the events after this arc or not really? Um, the way Walking Dead paces does like an arc, and it doesn't really set up anything until like right before the arc's about to end. So mm-hmm. I say by like. Probably by next issue, or if not, the last issue of uh, Whisper War, we'll definitely see the next arc. But yeah. Uh, nice. That was my uh, take on Walking Dead issue 160, and this has been episode 87 of Super Nerd Pals. Holy shit, we're almost at 90. Oh yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. You can catch us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Anywhere. Google us, supernerdpals.com, facebook.com, slash group, slash supernerdpals. Almost at 500. Better join that group. Yeah, I think we're at 483 exactly. So join the group. Bring your friends. Bring your enemies. Bring everyone you know. We have an awesome community. So just check us out. And tell your friends and review the podcast on your podcast service of choice because that's what gets people to find us easier give us five stars give us a good rating if you liked us if you listen to this far into the episode the end of the episode i assume you're not like hate listening to us and if you listen to us for 87 episodes oh yeah like if you've been if you've been on this train for this long what are you doing Good fucking review. Like, you're already listening to it on the fucking iPhone or where the fuck you're holding. Go to the iTunes store and just give us a review right now. I'll wait. <laughs> but until then, thank you guys for listening. We will catch you next week. Peace! Yeah, so, yeah, you can find us on Twitter. It's, oh, oh, on the Twitter? Oh, all right, no! All right, go ahead, Chris. I was doing it for dramatic effect, but... You can find us on no, Twitter it's also. It's over. I mean, if they Google us, they're going to find us anyway. I'm Andy Carasquilla. You can get me a sweet justice one. I'm Stan Gators. You can find me on Twitter at Stan Doom. <laughs> and I'm Chris. Oh, my God. Uh, Chris, oh, my God. I'm Chris Sampson. You can find us on Twitter. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. That's K-Y-O Ninja for Hire. And fo- find us on Twitter at Super Nerd Pals. And have a good night. Peace!